0: Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, spiritualist minister, certified spiritual life coach, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am so excited to introduce psychic medium, Nicole Newman, who is also the owner of Love of Every Kind. Welcome to the show, Nicole.
1: Thank you for having me, Courtney. I'm really super excited to be here. Thanks a lot for the invitation. Oh, you're welcome.
0: So we talked briefly about why I'd asked you to come on the show. You've been working with the spirit world for several years, and you have a really unique story about how you began to work with spirit but i'm wondering before we kind of delve into that if you wouldn't mind talking about your early years of awareness of the spirit
1: world sure that'd be great um well honestly i was aware of the spirit world when i was very young a child you know and uh spirit came to me in a bit of a different way where i was i was astral projecting and going all over the place as a child Wow, I couldn't put my head on that pillow before we were gone, you know and it was uh, it, it was a massive variety of experiences and in I won't go into a long story about it, but it was very much uh, zipping around the universe, learning, doing you know all kinds of things and in communication with many different, levels of life i guess i'm gonna call it so so that was uh, bizarre for me as a kid and i was then aware in my regular day oh look at that i can hear them teaching me to read like i was fully fluent in reading before i went to kindergarten because i would sit on the couch and if i couldn't get a word in my dr seuss book they'd go it's this you know and so wow i, I know so i went to kindergarten and i was like this is so great i finally get to go to school and it was super boring because I already knew the entire curriculum inside and out, So it was uh, an interesting experience. It went on throughout my life and I had varying degrees of um, experience with it, sometimes frightening, sometimes wonderful, but you know, really it was uh, a blessing and it was sort of my world, my private little world. And then when I was 11, um, I went to this Christian camp just down in Washington state there, in uh, Camp Furwood. And I, I think I was 11, maybe I was 12, anyway. I, I was drawn to go and these kids I knew were going and, you know, the spirit was like, you should go. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. So I, I went and uh, in that experience, I, you know, they asked you to open your heart to God and open your heart to, to love. And I was like, okay. And can you commit to giving your whole life to God and to Jesus? Mm. I was a little perplexed what that meant my entire life, you know, but um then they just said, You know, they made me feel uh, a little more comfortable with it by just saying, you know, committing to living your life through love. And so I did this. And when I did it, it was like fireworks explosion. My heart just burned and opened super wide to the love of God and to the um, uh, divine love source that we all come from. And so in that, I realized, oh, those voices that were scaring me are not scary. That's just a a bit of a lower life form, actually, some of it. Like, that wasn't all my dead family. It was all kinds of things going on. And and then uh, I realized, um, you know, the collective and the oneness of of all of us. So this kind of went on for a couple days at this camp with me. I was in this spiritual experience. And we were all sitting around the fire one night. I could hear the forest. I could hear everything talking, everything was communicating with me. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything. It was magical. And I didn't want to talk to any more kids because that was just bringing me back here. And I was not into it. I was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm staying over here in this like zone. And then I, um, you know, the fire, the band, the, you know, he's playing guitar and we're singing Kumbaya and the energy is building and building and building. And I'm like, oh. and I was in such a state of, awe appreciation gratitude for God and I just had to stand up and give a standing ovation to God but I stood up in my spirit and my spirit stood up and my kundalini opened at that moment and ah, it's, you know, shocked me and yeah. my little spirit guide said don't worry about it it's your kundalini and I was like what and he said Carl Young." I'm like oh okay you know like you'll figure it out later you know and I was like okay. and in that moment when I got out I looked around and I could see like seven or eight other kids having the same experience. I could see their souls like 40 feet high, just like mine was at that moment, you know? And, you know, we're in a camp of 200 kids or something. And then I could hear the collective and I could hear the sea of souls, like all of these people talking to me and conspiring for my higher good and, and saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And all of this, I was like, wow, what, you know, this is uh beyond my scope so wonderful experience and it carried me through all the tough times in my life i'm gonna say you know when things got really uh, difficult on planet earth as they do mm-hmm. i was like well you know we come from more there is a lot more than what i am seeing today in front of my face and in my tears so i was always able to kind of manage and go forward from that and it's not like I got into doing it at that time. I just continued on my life, you know, really tried to keep my commitment to God, to to that aspect of my life, um, but didn't have a big understanding of the spirit world, had never had anybody explain to me what it was, had no, you know, I knew that I was kind of psychic, like I understood that I was gathering information all the time that wasn't being told to me <laughs> and that yeah. I was ahead, but I was, you know, not really that into it or anything. And then um, as time went on, I I just realized how much I was using it in my business and everything, using my intuition. Um, But then when people started to pass, then I became much more aware of it. And I started to realize, oh, wow, I'm having communication here. This is happening. And and so uh, this went on and, and I didn't really get into it wholeheartedly. I mean, my brother passed and I pursued a lot of mediumship and communicated with him a lot but didn't become a medium at that time I just Mm -hmm. had some mediumship personal mediumship going on right and then when my son passed uh that was it I was like okay I'm done yeah crash the game I, I don't care about all this other stuff anymore I'm just gonna focus on this and and um and the way it happened for me of course is I was uh Am I talking too much? Yeah. No, keep going. I love your story.
0: Keep going. It's fascinating.
1: Um, Well, anyways, when he passed, uh, of course, it was like the worst thing I could ever imagine because he was such a powerful being. He was autistic
0: mm-hmm. and he was
1: high functioning autistic and he had won a medal for Team Canada in the Special wow. Olympics in Korea that year. And I mean, he was just amazing. And he had come through so much because he had had a lot of difficulties with his anxiety and with his autism. And, and what I was aware of, actually, in his life um, was that he was in communication with the spirit world. And so I wasn't really in communication with the spirit world yet. Like, I was aware of it, and I knew that I had had this type of communication, but I could see him talking and then, you know, not wanting to talk about it and keeping it to himself. Mm-hmm. and. You know, I'd question him about it once in a while, and he'd often come up with little psychic things. And I'd be like, "Did something? Did somebody just say that to you? Because you know, I kind of know what that is, right? you know." And we yeah, got too far on it. It was always just like, "No, no, no, no." He didn't want to, you know, go any further with it. So we just left it. But, um, but anyway. He, he was very uh, gifted in that way. And he really was aware of much else. And I often, there was a book I read once about autism. I was a lot younger when I read it, um, long before I had Avery, but it was about, uh, it was a mother who wrote the story about her daughter um, who had been autistic and saying that it's kind of like your soul is always trailing behind your body. You're not quite grounded. You're not quite in your body. You know, you're not really able to stay put, you know? So you're in between both worlds all the time. And I had had that experience so many times as a kid. I'd be just sitting in the kitchen. I mean, I was astral projecting, like, religiously, like, all the time, you know? But then I'd be just sitting in the living room, and all of a sudden I'm like, no, oh, no. And I'd be, like, up, and it would be this conversation going on. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is freaking me right out right so yeah uh but it was always like i was a little kid and that was an adult conversation going on between a higher aspect of myself and people in the spirit world and i wasn't really involved in it i just somehow managed to grasp it and and catch on to it so so he was having experiences like that and being ungrounded so i knew that the best way to get through it is to ground yourself which means exercise like nonstop. yeah yeah so that's what we had done with him and he exercised a lot and he became a really good skier as a result and you know went on to to go to the special olympics but um so anyway i knew he was having similar experiences and uh he managed through it and he got past that anxiety stage and got really grounded and and really had a good run there of, of good living for a long time and that's a huge long story about the pursuit of peace in autism you know it's a it's yeah a nice deal there but anyway um so when he passed um I couldn't believe it because I was like how could this happen like he is just so powerful and amazing and I just can't believe this happened like not yes he's like a superstar you know he had overcome so much that I just couldn't uh, believe it you know but I realized that um couldn't really i you don't know if other people have this experience when a child dies but my i think many do and and that's you you kind of don't really believe it you believe it so you're going to wake up one day and they're still going to be alive or they're going to come back or yeah i'm going to pursue this i know he's here with me i can feel him and i'm going to see him standing right there you know like this sort of feeling of it almost is going to you know mediumship's going to take it away you know it's going to heal it and it does heal it a lot i mean i'm sure i would be just not the person I am today if I didn't have mediumship. Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't bring them right back into your no. presence. It, it brings them into your awareness and into your spiritual presence and yes. energetic world. Right. So, yes. So I, uh, I I just immediately, when he passed, began to sit. <laughs> I, I mean, I hadn't been sitting, you know, but I just began to sit and meditate and just Beg and like, please come, right? Like I'm either yeah. coming back out, right? I don't need to die, but I can certainly astral project. I know I can do this if I can get my head around it again, or you need to come here, you know. And so, uh it really it was amazing because I would just be sitting, and then I would feel the energy shift in the room, and I would feel a vibration on my system, and, a, mm-hmm. and I would feel communion with my son, and I'm like, oh my god, thank God, you know. Like I knew he existed, of course, but I could feel him physically in my presence. Yes, not see him. So this is uh, so I used to go to my room and meditate like that, like three or four or five times a day. Yeah, Uh, we both needed it, and it was the way we were able to get through it. And if I didn't do it, uh, I would start to feel really bad, like oh my god, oh my god, like anxiety. And I knew Avery needed me to come and connect with it. I needed it, and so we did that, and we got through it. And you know, when I say through it, we. We got through the really intense aspects of it and uh, proved to myself over and over again okay, he exists. We're here. We're together still. Let's move mm-hmm. forward. Let's start opening up this uh, aspect of, of life, right? And started training and going to Arthur Finley and doing all that. Yeah. Right away, I went online one day and Arthur Finley popped up. Don't ask me how. I mean, I must have, you know, I was searching something. And I was like, "Oh, look at that!" And then off I went. <laughs> and for well, though,
0: Nicole, for those of um, the listeners that don't know what the Arthur, who Arthur Family is, or the Arthur Family College, maybe could you just share with them
1: what that is? Sure, sure. Uh, Arthur Family College is a huge building in Stansted, England. So not too far from London. Um, Arthur Finley was the founder of it, and he, him, and his wife donated it to uh, the Spiritualist Union to continue the pursuit of uh, afterlife communication and
0: knowledge
1: mm-hmm. and education. Um, it had originally been used as a, it's a huge brick building. It's absolutely gorgeous. There's still horses nearby. It was used for all kinds of things over the years, and it's a really special place where people gather from all over the world. Great teachers, you know, I, I would say, you know, the highest standard in the world. Yeah. Generally. Arthur, I mean, not that there's not amazing teachers over here in Canada and America, there certainly is. Um, but, you know, that level of uh, spiritualist training and, yes. yeah. and environment that goes with it uh it's a it's like going to summer camp hogwarts it's fully um you're in full immersion it's a wonderful experience i absolutely love it and
0: uh, i go in september i'm excited
1: oh okay fantastic well i haven't been years now (laughs) since covid right but i know yeah often i was going like a lot at that time in my life i was going back and forth a lot and uh and really just immersed my whole life into it for a, a few years of, of doing that training and sitting the power, sitting on my couch communing with spirit and and my higher self right and really Absolutely. aspects of myself which you know i i think uh our pursuit of mediumship is part of our evolution you know for a lot of people anyway and And I really believe that our purpose in life is really to understand yourself and your soul and love yourself, but also understand yeah. how big and vast we are and what we're capable of and have more uh, knowledge of ourselves. So absolutely. do that.
0: You said something that was interesting, and um I just wanted to touch on it. So, Um, You know, your early spiritual experiences and then with the unfortunate passing of your son, you knew that he wouldn't be there physically, but you had this awareness and I'm going to say you had this knowledge that there was still his essence that was still very much alive. And, you know, I see this particularly in um, people that are seeking out mediumship development, but when they are in such the, like the depths of grief, it's such a dense energy, it can be hard for them to shift their awareness, Mm -hmm. to raise their vibration, to be able to make that connection with the other world. Do you think some of your earlier experiences with the collective with the universe with the spirit world were able to help you through some of those early stages of the grave process so you were able to make those connections and have communication with your son
1: 100 percent, and excellent observation for you for you bringing that up because obviously we can't really connect very well when we're in a really heavy vibration and often people would say that to me, you know, you shouldn't be here so soon. This is too soon. You know, it's not healthy for you. And I was like, this is all I got. And believe me, yeah. <laughs> nobody's making me think. But um, I really, you know, and I truly believe that because I know now when we want to get into that state or into the power that we call it we yeah. need to elevate our emotions we need to rise our energy we need to uh find joy i mean there's you can go, go towards love go towards joy go towards an elevated emotion that's going to rise our energy up and allow us to make that bridge and it's really hard when you're in grief uh, yeah. but you know one of the ways i that definitely helped me my experiences as a kid and also my i was actually very grateful really uh quickly in the process because um yeah I needed so much to reach out and to feel Avery and to know he was there and to have it confirmed I mean I had I had a medium person I knew and I called her right away and had a reading fairly quickly also um and at that state he was still really like trying to get used to being on the other side it wasn't like particularly awesome or anything but it was it was what it was it was communion and we're making it and we're you know I could see my father was with him and there was progress in that in the ability to communicate. So it gave me hope and, and made me know I I had gratitude and gratefulness to Avery, to my spirit family, to God, to help me in this, in this experience to uh, make that gap. And just knowing that that's who we are as human beings, we live eternally and and we continue. Um, I I had so much gratitude for that uh, realization, you know, remembering of that aspect that it really helped me, kind of be able to elevate myself but I mean it's not like I was doing mediumship I was there to get readings right I mean I was there to every every, it didn't matter where I was like my people were the contact (laughs) because I had (laughs) so much need right so I was getting readings all day long at Arthur Finley even though all I could say was it's a man (laughs) you know like that I was not doing mediumship there's no question I was just in the environment, immersing myself in the environment, trying to do mediumship, trying way too hard, and uh, desperately needing connection to my own son. So um, uh, it was a great place to be. I, I had a wonderful, the first time I went there, I sat under the tulip tree at, at Arthur Finley. And I, you know, I always go down to the village in the morning and get a real cup of coffee and walk back. And I was sitting there before, you know, class started. And, uh, and my grandfather came and, it just opened up, uh, you know, because Avery wasn't really ready to communicate yet. It was yep. still early and he was learning. Right. And so it's not like, boom, they're all, bit, it's, it's all varied. Everybody's uh, having a different experience on this side. Thank you
0: for, sh- thank you for sharing that. Um, I'll, I'll let you, sorry, I just want to quickly interrupt because Ooh. some people think when they go for a reading, especially after their loved one has recently passed, they think that, They, their loved ones know how to come through and work through a medium and it doesn't work that way. And so I'm so glad you touched on that because people think, well, they're on the other side, they know everything. They're not, they're still the same people and they've just released that physical vessel, that shell, if you will. And they have to figure out the mechanics of communication on how to work through a medium. So I love that you touch on that because there is this um, misconception of how the other world
1: talks to us so true so true and my grandfather had been gone for a long time and he was quite a spiritual man and so he i'm sure foresaw all this and he had it dialed right so he came through every chance at arthur finley and then would say i've got the boy and the boy would you know try to say something you know um but he came through directly to me under the tree and as i was like crumbling and you know just being like god i can't remember everything about our childhood you know and he reminded me and showed me my relationship with him as a very young child and just opened that all up and brought me back all my memories which was just an unbelievable experience to just sit and have that happen and i gotta say you know uh i did nothing in that moment i just sat and drank my coffee, and they, the spirit world brought that to me as a gift to, to help me understand my, and you know, and plus I love my grandfather so dearly, so this was like a great communion for me and him, which we had never had either, right, because I had not been pursuing mediumship when he passed, <laughs> so, yeah, so, but it's so true, we, we, uh, we need to just understand that this is an imperfect science, and that everybody's yeah. got to blend their energy, and not every medium matches every deceased person, and, uh, and they need yes. to, uh, Avery's really figured it out now. He's an excellent communicator and people love to work with him. And he works with people when I'm teaching mediumship, I'll get him to, you know, people that are having a hard time with it. I'll say, okay, look, and then we'll start in and, and, um, go with Avery. Right. And it's amazing yep. what they can pick up because, and he brings great joy because he's a joyous person. And as I'm trying to, you know, help people raise their own level of joy for what they're doing, it seems to help uh, ignite that communication and yet uh, open up that channel, right? So, like how beautiful!
0: How beautiful is that? Oh. You know, our loved one, your son. You know, our loved ones, your son, still can come back and still have an impact, very much a positive one on the Earth plane. It's incredible, mm-hmm. and you know, you really have shared so much about the healing aspects of mediumship. And when I first started sitting uh, in a closed circle in the early years of my development, my mentor always said from the get-go, mediumship's all about healing. It's about healing for you. It's about healing for those in the other world. And it's really all about service. You know, if people want to develop their mediumship, even just to expand their own awareness, it's a game changer. And it really helps you perceive the world and others in it Quite differently, and you Mm -hmm. recognize that you all are these intrinsic threads that weave together to make up the whole. It's beautiful. Wow, you've got a great story. I love it. (laughs) It's fabulous. And you know, I love how through since we've been chatting in the beginning it's all been centered around love and I love how you have now named your center which I'd love to talk about um love of every kind how did you come up with that name and how did you decide this is the next step in my journey
1: (laughs) good question uh well I was had no intention of opening a center like zero but Uh, I don't know if you know Shanley Gibson she used to work out of that center she she rented it for three years and uh, she anyway she's I don't know she's doing something else now but um, I had gone there many times for meditations and for mediumship and uh, I was there Tony Stockwell was there she was hosting Tony Stockwell and I was there in class learning mediumship and um, all of a sudden I could just feel spirit certain you know like what are you doing getting rid of this place? I don't think that's a good idea. Like, I mean, what, what do you really need to get rid of this place? And she's like, I'm, I'm moving on. And I'm like, well, I think then, you know, maybe. And, and so I asked my husband, what do you think? I think we should do this. And we had, you know, we're not teaching mediumship. We're just learning mediumship at the time. We're not, wow. not doing that. Right. So I, um, uh, I just kind of sat with that and the way I do most things is I sit with the idea and I, wait and see how it feels and if it feels like this is the right idea anyway it was very clear that it was what I should do right it was the right idea it was a it was a good move for me and uh and it was it was fantastic so you know it it kept me rooted in the work and opening up development circles for people and renting out the space to other mediums and hosting teachers from Arthur Finley and having them come there uh, which eventually turned into online because of Covid, Right. So, you know, doing more online than anything since COVID. Um, But uh, the name, I knew it had to have love in it because Avery has such powerful love. I mean, you know, they say autistic people are emotionless and he was not that way. He was very loving every single day of my life. He told me he loved me uh, Mm. every day, you know, and and, uh, he was just a very loving person. So you know the biggest thing to get used to was his energy not being so profoundly in my home because he lived with me, and uh, uh, it was really strong, very strong energy. And I really noticed it after he went. Oh wow, that's a, that's a gap. That's a that's a uh, you would know if he was home even if you didn't know he was home. Let's put it that yeah. way. And so uh, I wanted it to have love and Avery in it. Um, and so I put it out there to a bunch of mediums I knew and just said, why don't you come up with a name for my center? And, and I'm just, you know, throw it in the pile. And, and um, a girl, uh, Sarah Martuzzi uh, came up with that name. And I just, that's the one, that's it. <laughs> so, so I did not come up with it on my own, but I was like, you know, in the vicinity, just coming up with the concept and the, the words. I had to have love and Avery in it, but you know, and then that's how it happened. So,
0: yeah, beautiful. So, if you could let our listeners know what sort of programs and training is available at your center, and then also, um, I've, I'm curious mm-hmm. because I want to know how did you get hooked up with some of these well known, reputable, quality tutors, and many of them from the Arthur Friendly College.
1: Yeah. Well, um, in my life prior to pursuing mediumship wholeheartedly, um, I was a sales rep distributor, entrepreneur. I had a business for 25 years selling sporting goods products in Canada (laughs) to stores like wholesaler. Yeah. So that was my, uh, you know, career up until a little while after Avery passed, I just lost all interest. So I was like, I gotta put this away. I can't keep using that side of my brain right now and um so i had that sort of marketing knack anyways i was i was kind of mm-hmm. that way and and just a lot of communication being in sales and i was communicating yeah. um i got to know people just from going to Arthur finland college right and got oh. different teachers and developed relationships with them and then just started um to be honest when um you know, I was hosting people to come, and I had Lynn Probert lined up to come. You mm-hmm. know, and, uh, COVID hit, and, and Tony was had already been been uh, coming a few times, and I would had him on my schedule. But anyway, so um, how it happened is uh, COVID hit, and I mean, I had people scheduled to come just through developing that relationship with them, and then when COVID hit, um, Spirit was like, "You should call in, see if she wants to go online. You should call her," and I was like. That's an interesting thought. She's gonna think I'm a nut, right? She's like, I mean, no. I mean, what's two weeks to flatten the curve? I mean, I was just like, you know. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, don't believe that. You're an idiot if you believe that, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, they were just like, yeah, no, All right. So I was like, oh, so anyway, you know, like most things, um, don't always know you're being inspired by spirit, but you just can't yeah. get the thought out of your mind, you know. And I was like, oh, right, you guys, you're trying to tell me something. Okay, fine, I'll do it. So, so then I emailed her and. Expected her to, you know, not want to do it, and so yeah. she said, like, "Let's do it." Great, so we did, and and that, you know, we ran for a year and a half, working uh often, many classes a month um throughout a year and a half of COVID, and and we will be offering more classes later in this year as well. But
0: lovely, yes, yeah,
1: so you, know, you know, just talking, communicating. Networking. Yeah,
0: which is you know wonderful that you've created this network and life is all about relationships. And if you're in, if you were in sales, you very much will know that too. Um, It really is a testament to have these quality of mediums working out of your center. And it really speaks about your intentions and about the high standards that you have for love of every kind. So everybody go check this place out. So I had another question for you. You have a lot of students that come in and out of your doors that you either work directly with or you have a tutor that is a a guest tutor that's coming in. What are some of the most common fears that you see in people that are just beginning to develop their mediumship or mediums that have kind of hit a plateau and they don't really know
1: how to work through that? Yes, good, good question. Okay, so I mean, I really think when we're first starting, um uh you know our biggest fear is to be wrong to uh, you know we're trying to prove the afterlife and we're going to prove there is no afterlife because we're so wrong you know we're going to yeah. misrepresent the spirit world we're going to be spreading misinformation we're you know we're going to um we're going to hurt somebody you know like that's yeah. where I, I was like gosh you know i was coming from a place of deep pain obviously so the last thing yeah. i wanted to do was um it was so sacred and so healing for me to have the gift of mediumship and to have that connection. And it helped me from, you know, like just kept on raising me back up into life. Right. Every yeah. little step I took. So what I did know is if somebody said something wrong, it crushed me. It was me and Avery were both like, Oh God, they got that wrong about me. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it sounds terrible, but you know, you're in such an emotional state that you are, yeah fragile and your energy is really open right so yeah and hurt you and and people can uh be wrong and you know there can be things that happen and so you don't want to be that person you don't want to ever hurt somebody you don't ever want to misrepresent and so I feel for me that was my biggest hold back I was blending I was sitting I was I would only say the things that were super safe like it's unbelievably your father like yes right but i would never go further you know for the longest time i would i would go well you know and i'd say and things would be running through me all kinds of information is running through me and i'm just not speaking it i'm not saying it out loud right and yeah i'm afraid so um you know finally when you just uh <laughs> I, and I finally got past it one day because I decided I didn't care anymore. And I was just going to say it because I was partnered with somebody who had really annoyed me for some reason. And I was like, well, I'm just going to say it then. I mean, spirit did this to me to help, you know, this is my personality. Yeah. you know, there, and, and so I was like, well, I don't care if I hurt her feelings. I'm just going to come right out with it then, you know, this is what's going on internally in my process. Yeah. And I'm like, bah, 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 bah. and she's like, right. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> oh, okay, well then, and then more started coming and it was just so there. And I was like, oh, what a gift. They, they found a way to, um, make me not so afraid of hurting someone's feelings, literally like that's what, so, so my advice to people would be, you know, (sighs) I I think people should have, you know, pep talk in the, in the class beforehand and say, you've got to give each other space to be wrong. And you've got to, this is where we're going to be wrong. This is how we're going to not when you're later in a paid reading and when you're with somebody who's truly bereaved you got to do it uh, yeah so giving people the the um permission to get it wrong and for them to say this is i'm going to just step out on a limb here and put my toe in the water and and you know and each time you do that it gets easier and easier and easier and the other thing is uh you know you tie yourself up in a knot by (laughs) being so stressed about having to you know, we're so worried about having to perform, right? Yeah. And we need to look at this as a gift from God. And from it's our it's our God given right. It's our this yeah. is our you know as people we're allowed to have this type of communication, and we need to find joy in that every day, and to mm-hmm. be you know ready to. Um, look at it, look at it as a fun game. I mean, I started making jokes. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, we're going to go play our fun game. Let's go, you know, like just making it fun. This is going to be our fun game to go do mediumship and bringing that joy into it. And that helps yeah. your inhibitions and, you know, give you an easier chance to just speak your mind and that kind of thing. So those two things I think really help. Um, and the other thing, of course, is try to stay out of your left brain <laughs> so there's a lot of ways you can do that um, yes but you know trying to just follow that thread and when the thread is there focus on it and don't let it slide just keep going towards it and just stay with the communicator and you know allow these things to um, have their peace but you know I think we get so much instruction sometimes uh, that it's overwhelming and it, it can you know, almost we start left-braining and thinking about everything and analyzing everything, and this makes it harder for us. So just let it be, let it flow, and and know when you set the intention to do mediumship that it's going to meet you halfway. I mean, the spirit world right yes, when we do this, so they're going to come and participate and help out and do what they can to support you, and uh, be grateful and and joyful about it. I
0: love those tips, and those are foundational tips too. Give what you get, but give it from a place of love and to enjoy what you're doing. If you're not having fun, don't do it. Enjoy it. It's the spirit world is coming in and they're excited to work with us. They're excited to work through their medium. Meet them halfway, you know. I love those tips. Those are wonderful, wonderful advice. Nicole, tell people where they can find you, how they can get in contact with you and anything that you have upcoming. Sure. that
1: you want to share with the listeners. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can email me at Nicole or info at love of Often people think Avery is every, you know, but it's not, it's Avery, A-V-E-R-Y. And, you know, the website's the same loveofaverykind.com. of um, I post things that we're doing on there. There's now sort of some stuff in studio and some stuff online, um, I'm teaching primarily online myself right now. I'll do circles and Dem circles and, uh, different things, uh, spiritual development, which I actually think is a really important aspect, uh, for people that want to get into mediumship or are already into it is really the, uh, more understanding of the self and our own energy bodies. Yes. I think this is so helpful for us opens up a lot of doors that um, the mediumship training doesn't necessarily talk about, right? But it is very helpful. And in, in an in-studio, um, so, and then I've got Tony Stockwell coming up uh, May 24th and 25th, I think it is. So that's a two-day trance class. Uh, Christine Morgan, who's an Arthur Finley tutor, mm-hmm. um, she's doing a Sunday a month with us. And that's a really interesting, intensive kind of program where it's all in the main room and online. And she works with each person and you work through your mediumship sort of as as her tuning into it with you. So very helpful. And, um, and I have other things coming up as well, a whole bunch of stuff with Tony throughout the year. Um, and then in studio is, uh, Lynn Robinson, who's like a NLP Neuro Linguistic Programming teacher, she's teaching some stuff there. So she just did an NLP intro class and now she's doing a a new perspective on you class in the middle of May, which is um, using NLP type concepts to to help your life go in the way that you'd like it to. Um, And then I've got some other mediums coming in to do a demonstration May 21st and they're going to have a psychic fair, I think, somewhere around the end of June um i've got people doing oils reiki with their oils kelly mallinson's doing that kind of thing uh there's a bunch of different stuff going on so and and mostly that's all local people right so local, yeah. people, mainland um and it's not always posted on my website because they do their own thing and take their own but usually i'll put something out at some point if they send me a poster and send it out and uh, and the studio's available if somebody wants to Uh, rent it for some kind of a light working practice. So um, yeah. You're busy. You guys are busy there. Yeah, we're busy. I mean, you know, it's been really tough since COVID to be honest. It was, I used to be so busy there. I would put out my sign, go down there on a a weekday weekend, didn't matter. And I'd be busy all day doing readings like just nonstop. And uh, it's been slower, you know, less people out, less, you know, things are so, but it's starting to get much better now. It's starting to pick up. So hopefully things, turn right around
0: exciting well thank you so much nicole for coming on the show sharing about your journey and sharing these mediumship tips to help the listeners i appreciate you so much for coming on
1: thank you courtney wonderful to be here
0: i really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the connected spirit if you did please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. Have a great day, guys.